0: Welcome to Honey on the Sword, Season 2, Episode 8, Joy. Last week, we talked about how it is important to refuel. And when I was thinking about the topic for this week, the word recharge kept coming back to my mind over and over again. And then suddenly, I would have friends that would post something with the word recharge in it later. And I was like, oh my gosh, we are all on the same page. We need to like pay attention to this and not like overlook it or well at least for myself I was like don't overlook this recharge is important and then I thought you know when I think of the word recharge I actually think of the word joy joy is powerful we are all looking for balance or trying to balance something in our lives we search for that which is steady and constant in the midst of that which is uncertain and unknown Joy is powerful. Joy is not the same as happiness. Happiness is great, but it comes and goes depending on what's happening around us or whether something is in our favor or not. Joy is a tool. It's a key. It's the very fruit we should be eating from. It has deep roots that bring stability. Joy is an action word. It derives from the word rejoice, which means to experience joy. I just talked about how the word recharge for some reason with my mind is synonymous with joy. For it's just it's just there. And it makes me think about how it's funny that the Energizer batteries use a bunny to represent how to recharge. There's a story by Corey Dorfeld which is called The Rabbit Listened, which makes me remember that there is more than one side to joy. In this story, there's a child named Taylor who has these building blocks and Taylor is trying to build this amazing castle. Then suddenly the wind blows and all of these crows storm in and knock down Taylor's amazing structure. Taylor's really sad and sitting there, and suddenly, one after the other, there are different animals that come up to him. The hyena's like, ah, let's laugh about it. Isn't it great? Oh, you can just blah, 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 blah. So then the hyena comes up, and then there's the chicken. Cluck, 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 cluck. Let's just talk, talk, talk about it. Let's talk about it, Taylor. And Taylor doesn't want to talk. Taylor doesn't want to laugh. And one by one, the animals leave. Then there's the elephant, trump Like the elephant is loud and say, let's shout about it, let's yell about it, let's talk about it. And Taylor doesn't want to. So one by one, each animal leaves Taylor behind. There are so many, I mean, I wish I could touch on every single one of them. You should just go read that story by Cory Dorfeld. I won't like give you all the spoilers. But in this story, Taylor is so sad. And each animal that's coming up thinks that it knows best or thinks that it means well. And then suddenly, Taylor realizes that there was a rabbit that started to lean right on Taylor. And then suddenly, Taylor realized, the rabbit's listening to me. So Taylor talks about how amazing his castle was. He screams about it. He yells. He cries. He thinks about how he should knock down someone else's. But the rabbit listens. And it's such a great story. And it's the picture of joy to me. Because a lot of times when we see joy, we just only see the energizer bunny side of it. But in this story by Corey Dorfell, The Rabbit Listened, it gives that other side of joy. Joy has deep roots. It helps us overcome and continue to tackle intense, debilitating situations that arise. Joy brings stability. There's a proverb that says, a cheerful look from a messenger's eyes brings joy to the heart. It brings good news and gives health to the bones. There are people of depth and discernment that have experienced sorrow, lament, and pain. They are full of so much joy and bring so much joy to people because they have those deep roots in the midst of that intense sorrow. Sorrow prepares you for joy. It violently sweeps everything out of your house so that new joy can find space to enter. It shakes the yellow leaves from the bough of your heart so that fresh green leaves can grow in their place. It pulls up the rotten roots so that new roots hidden beneath have room to grow. Whatever sorrow shakes from your heart, far better things will take their place. Rumi. There are moments and even seasons that are sorrowful and real times of mourning that people are experiencing that require comfort. It makes me remember how during Christmas time there's a song that we'll all hear playing that ends with the phrase, Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy, oh, joy. joy. There is more than one side to joy. Just like the rabbit listened, it's a picture of the comfort that comes from joy. And then there's the other side, which is like the energizer bunny, that bubbly, exuberant energy. Either way, joy recharges us. Ralph Waldo Emerson has an essay on nature, and he says, In the presence of nature, a wild delight runs through a person, in spite of real sorrows. Nature says, This one shall be glad with me, not because of the sun or the summer alone, but every hour and season yields its tribute of delight. For every hour and change corresponds to and authorizes a different state of the mind from breathless noon to the grimmest midnight. Nature is a setting that fits equally in joyous times and in times of grief. We've been talking about how it's important to refuel and discover how we need to give acceptance, kindness, and freedom to ourselves and to others to put the oxygen mask on ourselves first and then on others. We are learning how to be recharged and joy is an important tool. Just like how we were talking about it's important to meditate and have a gratefulness journal or to spend time with your family to refuel or to sing songs or be in nature. There are so many different things and there are also moments where you can have a mantra, something that you're meditating on, that you're listening to, a chant, so to speak. And one of them for me comes from the book of Isaiah, and I say it all the time. It says, you will receive double honor instead of shame, a double portion instead of confusion. Everlasting joy is yours. In that article that we discussed in the episode Refuel, They also talked about it's important to have visualization. And for me, I always think about how I am cloaked with the spirit of joy. And the spirit of joy is the opposite of despair. Despair is not the same as sorrow. You can have sorrow but still have joy. But the thing about despair is that it chokes out hope. Despair means you no longer have hope. So, it's important to have that visualization as well. It's something I do, you don't have to, but I would challenge you to try it out. Like the spirit of joy, saying out loud, I want to be cloaked in the spirit of joy because it combats the spirit of despair and heaviness. And I was thinking about how our experiences are never wasted, no matter how bleak, uncertain, and unknown. Those who have sown in tears will reap in joy. Why? Because joy recharges us. There are deep roots in joy. Joy is what is growing under the surface, behind the scenes. They're the roots that are quietly unseen but still existent. We all want balance in our lives. We want stability. Joy must be protected. There's a quote by Henri Nouwen that says, Joy does not simply happen to us. We have to choose joy and keep choosing it every day. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. I am choosing to cloak you and cover you with the spirit of joy for the seasons ahead, for the situations that you face, for the things you're experiencing and going through, whether it feels like you have comfort or not. I speak the spirit of joy over you to combat the spirit of heaviness.